Hey folks, CA Rachana Ranade here and I welcome you all to another episode of Finance Simplified, the podcast BLS Seva or BLS E-Services Limited IPO. So, let's get started. Hey folks, CA Rachana Ranade here and I welcome you all to an IPO summary video of BLS Seva or BLS E-Services Limited IPO. Now, before we understand what does the company do, let's try and do one more exercise. We'll try and understand how it's peer performed after listing and we'll also understand how did its holding company perform though it's not into the same business but we'll try and understand its holding company which is obviously a listed company how did it perform while it came up with its IPO. E Mudra which is one of its peers it got listed in 2022 May 2022 it uh, did some sort of base formation after listing and after that you saw a big green candle with almost 34% up move in one week it went up again tested the same zone uh, went below this level as well but immediately went back and then it saw a breakout and post that it has just gone up and currently again in a consolidation phase this is about its peer now it's holding company again a similar point is what you can see it got listed saw some sort of form base formation after ipo went a little bit up again back to the ipo levels just went below that base again closer to the base and then ultimately it gave a break breakout uh, to its previous high levels and then after that it has just been going up so that was just how its peer and its holding company performed post listing but now we are going to understand what does the company do now to be honest when i started to read about the company i was a bit confused as to what does the company do and whenever you are in confusion ideally you should do just one thing refer to my videos but Wait, how do I get to know about it? For that, I refer the main document of the IPO. And what is that? That is RHP, the Red Herring Prospectus. So I'm going to open it here. Have a look at this. And here I'm on page number 226, which mentions about our business. Okay. Uh, Document-wise, it is 222. Take no worries. So here if you come to the paragraph, which is titled as Overview, you can see what does the company do. It is mentioned that we are a technology-enabled digital service provider. Okay, so is the company selling any product? No, they are they are actually rendering a service. Which service? It's a digital service that they are providing. Now they mention three types of services that this company is providing. Number one, they say we are business correspondents. We provide business correspondence services to major banks in India. Okay, so first we have to understand what do we mean by business correspondent services. So for that, if we just go a little bit down to the next page, exactly here. So now before I read this paragraph, let me let me tell you a situation. Assume that I'm talking about a semi-urban area or a rural area or maybe a remote place in India. Okay, you can imagine that it's a very remote place. Maybe not even one bank branch will be physically in existence in that area. Okay, so what does a person do? How he or she can actually get a proper financial inclusion. How could that person come into the main, main banking space of our country? So for that, ideally what a bank does is that they appoint different correspondents. Okay. And this company is actually providing the same service. What they say as a part of our operations, we act as business correspondents. What do they do? They provide banking products and services on behalf of the banks to people while performing a variety of services. So what are they doing? They are providing various services and products on behalf of the bank. Like what? Like opening savings account, opening recurring deposit account, cash deposit, cash withdrawal, remittances, transfer, whatever. Okay. So in simple words, you can imagine a place which is pretty, a very remote place in India. They want to actually open a savings bank account. SBI 
Bank of Baroda, none of these banks have branches, example, in that area. So what is this company going to do? This company will act as a business correspondent. They will open an account and they will log into the system and they will say that, okay, we have opened an account for this, this person. Now, am I going to do this free of cost? Answer is obviously no. And I'm going to charge a commission. Commission to whom? To the bank. And that is how I'm going to earn revenue. Simple till here. Okay. Now let's understand. So here it is also mentioned. We generate revenue from monthly commissions, transaction based commissions and registration fees. Okay. So I hope the first point is clear. Now, second point is that they say apart from business correspondent services, we also provide assisted e-services. Okay. Now, what could be an example of assisted e-service? It is given in this paragraph. They say, we provide a variety of assisted e-services through retailers and digital stores, also known as BLS touch points, including POS services, point of sale services, ticketing services, assisted e-commerce services, etc. What could be an example? Assume that I want to book a railway ticket. Again, I'm from a rural area. I don't have any app or something like that. Neither is there a proper IRCTC office through, I mean, where I can go and actually have a railway office basically where I can go and book a ticket. Which company is going to come to help this company? They'll have a small office. I can go to that office and I can tell them that I want to book a tra train ticket. Will that be possible? Yes. Will that company get a commission? Yes. We are going to understand that. But is that only ticketing services? No. Even it is assisted e-commerce service. So I'm a person from a semi-urban area. I want to order something from Amazon or something from Flipkart. But right now I don't have a smartphone. I have a normal phone. Can I go to this company and ask this company to order something on my behalf? Yes, absolutely. This is possible. So I hope you have also understood how they are going to perform this service, which is an assisted e-service. Again, what does the company's RHP mention? The revenue generated under this business segment is through registration fees, transaction-based commission on goods and services supplied, and also the support service charge. So I hope you are understanding more or less like a transaction-based fee is what this company is going to generate. And last but not the least is the the government e-governance services. So you can imagine again a person from rural area and wants to uh, get some changes in Aadhaar card done, wants to get some changes in PAN card done, wants a birth certificate related thing, death certificate, all these services. See, it is very clearly mentioned uh, providing BLS ranging from what? Ranging from birth certificate, death certificate, PAN, Aadhaar, property registrations, all these services are provided by this company. Again, how are they going to generate revenue? Our revenue structure revolves around a transactional framework for every service delivered, a transaction fee is levied along with a fixed government fee. I hope with this you have understood all three services. One was a business correspondence service, which was related to banks, correct? Opening saving account, RD account, cash deposit, cash withdrawal. Second was assisted e-services. In that I took examples of train ticket booking. I took example of ordering something from Amazon or Flipkart. And third one was e-governance service, wherein I gave examples of PAN, Aadhaar, birth certificate, death certificate, etc. But how much is the revenue split? And for that, if I take the figures of as at September 30, 2023, the BC business, which was about the banking related business that accounts for 66.05% of the revenue. E-governance accounts for 28.34% of the revenue and assisted e-services just contributes 5.61% of the revenue. Now, before we move on to the financials, let me sum up the overall business overview. I hope by now you have understood that this is a company which is a technology based company and which provides digital services to whom? 
टू पीपल हु आर इन द सेमी अर्बन एरियाज रूरल एरियाज एंड रिमोट प्लेसेस सो बेसिकली दे आर गोइंग टू बी लाइक एन इंटरमीजरी बिटवीन हुम एंड हुम बिटवीन द एंड कस्टमर एंड इट कुड बी आई दर बिजनेसिस ऑन द अदर एंड और गवर्नमेंट ऑन द अदर एंड एज वेल सो वी कुड से बी टू सी और अ जी टू सी गवर्नमेंट टू कस्टमर ओके एंड एज आई मैंशन हाउ हाउ आर दे गोइंग टू एक्ट एज एन इंटरमीजरी आईदर दे मे हैव समथिंग कॉल्ड एज बी एल एस टच पॉइंट्स और बी एल एस स्टोर्स एंड एज एट थर्टी एथ सेप्टेंबर ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी थ्री दे हैव नाइन्टी एट थाउजेंड एंड थर्टी फोर बी एल एस टच पॉइंट्स विच इंक्लूड्स वन थाउजेंड एंड सिक्सटीन बी एल एस स्टोर्स सो यू कैन इमेजिन वन offices that they have and uh, if i'm talking about bls touch points they are like agents almost 98000 uh, and 34 agents plus stores together so they'll have a software something like that through which they will provide all these services so i hope this point is absolutely clear now if you have a look at the financials of the company let's start with revenue from operations and if you see here the revenue has gone up continuously all these are rupees in lakhs so just rounding out the figures has gone up from 6000 To nine thousand to twenty four thousand. So what is this twenty four thousand? Twenty four thousand three hundred and six lakh rupees. Okay, revenue has grown at a CAGR of around fifty five point six three percent. If you check out EBITDA, EBITDA has also been in an increasing trend from five hundred to three thousand six hundred and twenty eight. Of course, rupees in lakhs. And the EBITDA CAGR is around eighty seven point eight seven percent. If you ch check out the profit after tax figure, that has gone up from three hundred and fourteen to two two thousand and thirty three. And the CAGR here is eighty six point two two percent. Only point which I did not like that much is about the EBITDA margin and PAT margin. They stand at just fourteen point seven three as at fiscal year twenty three and and almost similar at thirtieth September as well. And a PAT margin is barely eight point three six percent and for thirtieth September twenty three is around nine point four percent. Now, rather than checking the financials as a standalone, let's also understand how its peers are performing. Only one peer, to be honest, that's E Mudra Limited. But if you look at those two figures only. EBITDA margin and PAT margin. EBITDA margin for fiscal year twenty three end was fourteen point seven three. For E Mudra, it is thirty six point four percent. PAT also at eight point three six as at fiscal year end twenty three. Even for thirtieth September, uh, it was a shade better nine point four percent. But if you check out for E Mudra, it is twenty four point zero nine. Even if I'm uh, if even if I look at current ratio here, it is one point one as at twenty three. Here it is four point four three. Of course, you can also check other parameters as well. But all in all, I feel that its peer is performing better as compared to BLSE services. If I'm talking about certain ratios, I'm not saying in all aspects. Okay. But then, what are the strengths of this company? If you have a look at this, strengths mainly lies in the cross-selling, upselling opportunities and the network effect that this company has. Plus, they have uh, an experienced senior management, skilled employees, strong parentage of their promoters, uh, Mr. Divakar Agarwal, Shikhar Agarwal, and corporate promoter BLS International Services Limited. If you understand the risk factors, one of the biggest risk factors is the largest PSU bank. they have not mentioned which bank in the rhp but they just say one of the largest psu bank accounts for 59.47% of their total revenue as at fy2223 and the e governor service which contributes to 33.98% of the total revenue that comes only from three states which is punjab uttar pradesh and west bengal so you can imagine even if one state drops out that may impact the revenue of the company what about the valuation uh it is lower as compared to the industry average be it p or pb but uh, i have told you about the comparison with its peers so you know why could this be a possibility okay coming to the ipo details uh, price band is just 129 to 135 ipo date starts tomorrow that is 30th january to uh, tomorrow is yes, to 1st of february 
fresh issue 100% fresh issue which is 310.91 crores now only problem which i felt here out of this 310 crores not more than 10% is offered to retail individual investors so it's barely going to be 31 crores so uh, i mean the allotment chances are going to be pretty less and also the grey market premium as i shoot the video is around 107.41% uh, good enough uh, what are the objects of the issue uh, fresh issue hai pura and whatever money is going to be received they are going to be using it for strengthening their technology infrastructure they are going to use this for organic growth of setting up bls stores and also achieving inorganic growth through different acquisitions thank you for joining us on this episode of finance simplified i hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and also found some value in it if you did don't forget to share it with your friends and relatives till then take care jai hind